Welcome on into the Wasatch Basketball Podcast, part of the Wasatch Podcasting Network. I'm your host, CJ Dieters. <clears throat> and in today's episode, we are going to be doing the uh, first set of mock drafts for this upcoming draft here in 2020. Now, this episode is go- not going to um, cover each team and go over who I believe they should pick. Uh, this one is more going to be putting players into tiers. Um... Just kind of talking about where, or the area around where I think some of these guys will get drafted, um, and just kind of introduce you to some of these players um, that are going to be available in this next year's draft, and um, where I believe, like in the area that I believe that they're going to be picked. Um, so let's go ahead and get started here um, in tier one, which is possible top three picks that I have. I have four guys here. Um, first guy is Obi Toppin from Dayton. Now, Obi Toppin is a, a guy that um, in most drafts would probably be around the 8 to 10 range. But one thing you'll notice about this draft is there's no real obvious number one type guys. But there is quite a bit of depth in this draft. So whoever is drafted number one is not a guy that in a normal draft would be the number one pick like if any of these guys were in this last year's draft with zion williamson and john morant and um all the other guys involved in this draft is um they would not be considered for the number one pick but this year's draft is is pretty um it there's a big lack for uh top level talent but anyway, Obi Toppin from Dayton. He is a small forward, power forward. Can sometimes play the center. He's about six foot nine, uh, probably somewhere around two thirty. Very athletic. Um, I think in the NBA, his position will be the power forward, and he'll be more of a stretch four. Um, he's shown the ability to hit the three. He's gonna put need to put more work in there. At the college level, he's been able to dominate by. Um, being down in the post and playing like a uh, old school center. Um, at the NBA, he's not going to be able to do that. He's just not big enough. And the NBA has gone away from posting up and and that slow uh, form of play. And so he's going to have to be able to hit from three, hit from mid range, and be able to contribute at the power forward position. But he is the guy that if the Warriors have the first pick in this draft and they don't trade it away, I think that they would really consider bringing him in just because he can play quite a few different positions. And I think year one, he can immediately come in and help. He's not one of these guys that's 19 years old, fresh out of high school. Um, He's been at Dayton for a few years now, and I think we'll be able to come in and contribute to a team like, like Golden State that has a lot of talent on it. They've just been encumbered by uh, by injuries this year. So next guy in tier one is James Wiseman out of Memphis. Wiseman's seven foot one, about two hundred and fifty pounds. Um, he's left-handed. He's very long. Has a nine foot five standing reach. Which, for reference, uh, uh, Rudy Gobert' standing reach is nine foot seven. So he's very close to that. So he immediately can be, just by his measurements, can be a very good defender. 
at the hoop. Um, his instincts on defense will have to continue to get better. He's one of these guys like Mitchell Robinson where he likes to jump at just about everything, and so he'll have to become more disciplined on the defensive end. Um, as far as the offensive end goes, he has a decent jump shot, um, but he's going to need to put a lot more work into it. At the high school level and in college, even though he only got to play like three college games, um, you know, he, he showed the ability to hit the three, but he's kind of like Joel Embiid where it's like, you know, with the matchup that you have on you, you can dominate that guy. You should be down in the post. Um, like, yeah, you can hit those threes and that's valuable, but against a lot of matchups, you should just be down in the post dominating. Um, so the, um, instincts and decision-making is really where he needs to, um, to improve, but body wise, very long, very tall, um, has a good muscular frame and has the, uh, one of those frames where he looks like he could put on another 20, 25 pounds. And still be extremely athletic. Next guy I talk about is Anthony Edwards of Georgia. Um, Anthony's um, there's conflicting reports on how tall he is. He's somewhere between six three and six five, uh, about two hundred and thirty pounds. He is built like a linebacker, and he's very athletic, very strong, um, good at getting to the basket, um, taking taking contact and being able to work through it. Um, his jump shot's going to need a lot more work. His feel for the game of basketball is going to need a lot of time. Um, his main focus was football up until just a few years ago, so he is going to need a, a lot more time with the game of basketball to really, um, really develop and become a star-level player. But he is a guy that a lot of scouts are saying is the – is the top prospect in this draft, which I get what they're saying. Um, mine would probably be James Wiseman. I think the safest number one pick would be Obi Toppin, but I can get why people would go after Anthony Edwards, and I would be surprised if he falls out of the top three. And the last guy in tier one is Lamelo Ball. Um, Lamelo Ball is from the U.S., um, but played in Australia in the NBL this last year. He is somewhere between 6'5 and 6'8. Nobody's really gotten a put out an accurate measurement on him yet. Very long and skinny. Um, now, he, I don't think he's ever going to be as good as his brother Lonzo. Some people think that Lamelo has superstar potential. I think maybe solid starter throughout his career. But he's a guy that his decision-making has got to get a lot better. He he likes to just chuck the ball up from way behind three, um, throw inadvertent passes all the time, and does not give any effort at all on the defensive end. Meanwhile, his brother Lonzo, that's where he really thrives is on the defensive end. And I just do not see star caliber from Lamelo Ball. But because this draft is so weak, he will be at least a top five pick in this draft, I believe. So next we'll move on to tier two, which um, on my list, these are the guys that I believe will probably be in the top 10. Um, now there's eight guys here, so we're already to 12. So obviously not all of these guys I've talked about or are going to talk about can be in the top 10. I'm just, again, kind of giving you a range um, but anyway, first is Denny Avdia from Israel. 
Uh, Denny is six foot nine, um, about two hundred pounds. Now a lot of people have been s trying to say that he's the next Luka Doncic, which is not fair. Um, a lot of scouts like to do this all the time, where they compare these guys to some of the best players in the league, and that's not fair to the young kid that's trying to make his way into the league. Um, you know, the NBA has been around for many years and Luca is the first guy we're ever seeing like him. Um, same with Christoph Porzingis, a guy that's seven foot three that can move like that, can shoot like that. That's the first guy we've ever seen like that. And somehow these scouts believe that we're going to see the very next one of those guys in the next year's draft. Um, but anyway, Denny Abdiya, um, now the guy that I would I would uh, compare him to is not a sexy name to say, but a very good player, and that's Sean Livingston. I believe he can be Sean Livingston when Livingston played for the Clippers, um, but with a three point shot. Um, if you don't remember Livingston when he was with the Clippers before he destroyed his knee, was close to an all star caliber player. He was. Um, really coming into his own in the league. And I think Denny could be that type of player. Um, he has the ability to run the show on the offensive end. He's a good spot-up shooter. He still needs some more work there. He can get to the basket and is okay with taking contact there. And then on the defensive end, he's a very good help defender, kind of kind of the same way Russell, uh, or not Russell, uh, Robert Covington is with the Houston Rockets. So now the uh, next guy I talk about in this tier is Cole Anthony of North Carolina. Cole is about six foot two, um, somewhere in the one ninety to two hundred pound range. Very athletic, um, and he's a guy that I really would not be surprised if he has some great workouts and is able to move up into the top three. Um, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he finds himself as like the twelfth or thirteenth pick. Um, He's a guy that I personally would take a chance on. Um, I think he comes from a good family. Um, high character guy. Um, good teammate. But also has the ability to absolutely take over the game when it's needed. Uh, next is Anyeka Okungwu, Okungwu um, of USC. Uh, Okungwu is... He's an undersized center. He's about six foot eight, six foot nine. Um, has long arms. He's athletic. Now, a lot of people are thinking that he can be this great superstar center. I really don't see that. I see a slightly more athletic Bismack Biombo, which Bismack is one of those guys where if he's your number two center, you're you're pretty happy with that. If he's your number three, then that's awesome. Now, if he's your starter, it's like, uh, we better have four other guys that can really light it up. Um, and I think that's what Okungwu is. I think he can be a little better than Biombo, but I really don't see anything more than like a solid starter um, from him. Um, and a big part of that is because he is only six foot eight, six foot nine or so, and I think has is one of these guys that's going to kind of get bullied by guys like Steven Adams and Yusuf Nurkic and 
Hassan Whiteside and guys like that. Um, next guy is Isaac Okoro of Auburn. Now, Okoro is a solid player, but because there's not really many wings in this draft, I think he's going to be overvalued. I, I would take him more around 11, 12, and I think he could possibly be a top five pick. Um, but he's a six foot six small forward, very athletic, great defender. Um, his three pointers, eh, it's it's okay. Um, his offensive end is going to need a lot of work, but his ability to to defend wings is what's really going to get teams excited about him. So next is Tyrese Halliburton from Iowa State. Tyrese is six foot five. He's a combo guard, can play the point or the shooting guard. Um, very athletic, really skinny though. Um, I think for him to have a lot of success in the NBA, he's going to have to put on a lot more muscle to be able to take on um, some of the physicality. And his shot is going to need to be become more consistent. I think he's got a decent jump shot, but he's going to need to be able to hit spot-up threes um, at a pretty high clip just so that they can play him at the shooting guard position and not have to only be able to find him minutes at the point guard. Uh, next is Killian Hayes, um, who is from the U.S. but went and played in France this year. Um, Killian is a six foot five combo guard. Uh, very good athlete. Great instincts for the game. Um, good passer, good shooter. Um, defense is going to need a lot of work. Um, but he's a guy that I think a, a lot of scouts are really excited about. And of the guys that I've talked about so far, um, along with James Wiseman, is probably the most likely to make an all-star game at some point in their career. Next is Tio Maladon from France. He's a six foot four combo guard. Um, Tio is not a super athlete, but he's long and he's got great instincts for the game. He's one of these guys that is never in a rush. Um, he dictates the pace on the offensive end and doesn't allow the def the defender to ever speed him up or, or make him move at a pace that he doesn't want to go at. And on defense, he uses his body well, has decent side-to-side -side quickness. Um, I don't think he's ever going to be a great one-on-one -on -one defender, but I think he can have success within a uh, team construct. And finally, in this tier two is Daniel Oturu um, out of Minnesota. Oturu is six foot ten, probably about two hundred and fifty pound uh, center power forward. Um, this guy's a double double machine, um, and I think he has enough on the offensive end to not end up like Caleb Swanigan, where he dominated at the college level but can't get anything done on the on the pro level. Um, as far as the career projection for him, I think he could be. A decent starter, but is probably just a great backup center for all of his career. Kind of like an Ed Davis type guy. Um, go out there, get a bunch of boards, get his offense off of getting offensive boards or the pick and roll. So next we'll move on into Tier 3, which is guys that I think will be in the, the late lottery. Um, there are six guys in this, so we're up to 18 guys. The lottery is 14 picks, so again... 
Um, they all don't fit, but I'm just kind of giving you the range of kind of where I think they are. Um, so first is Jaden McDaniels out of Washington. Jaden is brother of Jalen McDaniels, who now plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Both are about six foot ten, two hundred pounds, really long and skinny. Um, I think Jaden is the better of the two brothers. He's got a lot of abilities on the offensive end. Um, kind of plays similar to Kevin Durant, but is never going to be at that same level as he is. But I think Jaden could be um, a very good starter throughout his career. Maybe make an All Star game or two. Um, but I think his length is going to help him out a lot, especially on the defensive end, because he's going to be, he's one of these guys that's going to be skinny his whole life. Now, he can put on a little bit of muscle, but for the most part, he's going to have to rely on his length and athleticism on the defensive end. Um, but he's also a guy that I would not be surprised if somebody took in like the six to eight range. Um, just because, like I said before, this draft is really low on, on wings, and it's really high on guys that can play the point guard or the shooting guard or that can play the center or the power forward. Um, so guys that are that can play the wing are going to be in high demand and may go higher than what they really should. This next guy is RJ Hampton. Um, like Lamella Ball, he's from the U.S., but played in Australia in the NBL this year. Now, RJ is really similar to Dante Exum. Um, they actually look alike, too. Um, but RJ's 6'5", combo guard, can play the point guard or the shooting guard. Now, while Exum's strength is his athleticism and his defense, RJ's is his offense and his feel for the game. Um, but RJ, I think, can be a very successful combo guard in the NBA He'll need to put on some more weight and really need really focus on the defensive end to um, get consistent minutes. But I think a team that has a really good one or two guard um, could bring him in and he'd be a good um, complement to whatever they're doing. Um, you know, I'm thinking guys like Zach Levine. I think he could be a good complement to him. Bradley Beal. Um, Victor Oladipo, basically any of these guys where he doesn't have to do the heavy lifting, but he's also not hurting you on either end of the ball. Um, this next guy is Nico Mannion from Arizona. Nico is about 6'3", and 190, maybe 200 pounds. Um, but he's got an amazing feel for the game. Great passer, great at running an offense. Um, and you know, on the defensive end, he, he's not a great athlete. He's, he's a decent athlete, but, um, he's good on the defensive end just because he, he really tries hard. He's really a pest. He's going to try and steal the ball on every single possession. He's going to try and jump gaps, um, try pat or jump passing lanes. He's going to cover you 93 feet, the full court. Um, at times really a pest on the defensive end and on the offensive end, just great at running the offense kind of, you know, John Stockton ish where he'll create his own offense, but he's more worried about making the offense efficient as a whole. 
So next guy is Vernon Carey Jr. out of Duke. Now this this is a guy that in in a really good draft probably is a late first round, maybe early second round pick. Um, but in this year's draft, he'll probably be in the top twenty. He's a six foot ten, about two hundred and seventy pound center, very old school type center. Plays down in the post, um, can dominate smaller matchups, can hit mid-range shots at a decent clip, so that can help him a little bit. But I'm afraid that his career is going to end up being a lot like Jalil Okafor, where somebody will draft him thinking he can be their next star center, when really he should be drafted as a really good backup. Um so next guy is Reggie Perry out of Mississippi State. Reggie is about six foot ten, two hundred forty-five pounds. Um, has a great NBA body. Um, he's long, very muscular, athletic. He can play the power forward or the center, and I think it. I I would take him over Vernon Carey. Um, we'll see what teams end up doing. Um, but I think this is a draft where guys that are big power forwards could end up being really good backup centers in the NBA. And Reggie Perry is the best of the, of that group. Um, the last guy in tier three is Precious Achua out of Memphis. Achua is about six foot nine, 240-ish pounds. Um... He's long, he's very athletic, he's very strong. Um, he's one of these guys that is he's a nightmare on the defensive end, and then on the offensive end, he needs a lot of work there. But he's one of these guys to where if you give him just half a step, he's going to beat you and get all the way to the basket and slam it on your head. Um, in the NBA, I think his, his position will be power forward. But I think at times he can play the small forward, the power forward, and the center. Um, he's got enough size and athleticism to play all three positions and enough defensive ability to play all three as well. So moving on to Tier 4, which are guys that I think will be in the late teens to early 20s. There are nine guys in this group, so we are, let's see, 18 plus 9 is 27. So again, like I said... We're at 27 guys with these guys I'm going to list. Obviously, they're not all going to be late teens, early 20s. I'm just, again, giving you a range of kind of where I think most teams would take them. So first guy is Josh Green from Arizona. Um, Josh is a six foot five shooting guard, can kind of play the small forward. Um, he's one of these guys that's really good at coming off of screens and hitting threes, uh, backdoor cuts. Can't really run the offense, so you wouldn't want him ever running the point guard. Um, I kind of compare him to like uh, J.J. Redick, Kyle Korver, Landry Shamit. He's that type of player. And then on defense, he's athletic enough to make it work. Um, I think he'll be a better defender than J.J. Redick was throughout his whole career. But he also, I don't believe, will be the same shooter that Redick was. Um, but he's a... He's a guy that, unless like one of your top prospects is still available when they get to you, um, he's a guy that I would definitely take a chance on as to add floor spacing. Um, 
you know, because his his skill set of being able to come off screens and hit threes is very valuable to every single team in the league. Like every team in the league would love to have a guy like JJ Redick on it. Um, next guy is Isaiah Stewart out of Washington. Now this is a guy that I kind of fear that he may get passed over by a lot of teams, or he will get drafted too early. Um, he's six foot nine, probably about two hundred and sixty-five pounds now. Um, guy is built like a truck. Huge, huge shoulders. Extremely muscular. Um, has the ability to dominate in the post, and has shown the ability to hit mid-range and three-pointers. Um, on the defensive end, he uses his strength and his, his athleticism, but I, I fear that he doesn't have enough length to cover guys around the post and doesn't have quite enough athleticism to cover out on the perimeter. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who picks him up and what type, type of role they decide to put him in. Next guy is, and I'm, I don't know how to um, pronounce this last name, but I'll try my best, is Zeke Naji out of Arizona. Um, he's a 6'11", uh, combo, or big, plays a power forward in the center, um, relies on his athleticism and his length, doesn't really have a great feel for the game. Um, he's, gonna, he's one of these guys that I would draft. Um, if I have the ability to give him two or three years in the G League to develop and um, figure out how to play the game and add on some muscle before I'm expecting him to come in and give us good minutes. So the next guy in this tier is Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky. Tyrese is a six foot three, two hundred pound uh, combo guard. Now this is a guy that I. I would only draft if I am looking at him as a six man. Um, if you're looking at him to become Allen Iverson, I think you're going to be disappointed. But if you're drafting this guy to be Lou Williams, Jamal Crawford type player, I think he can fit that role really well. Um, he's one of these guys that can create his own offense basically at any time. And then on the defensive end, um, not a great defender, but he's got enough size and strength to where he can, he's not going to be a huge liability like Lou Williams is, but I also don't believe that he's going to be quite the same offensive player that Lou Williams has been throughout his career. Um, but again, if you're looking for a six man, a guy off the bench that can really contribute, um, Tyrese Maxey is a guy that would really, really interest me. Um, next guy is Leandro Balmero out of Argentina. Now, Balmero has been, uh, compared to Manny Ginobili all throughout his career. And it's easy to see why he's somewhere in the six, six to six, eight range. Um, he's a guy that attacks the rim or with reckless abandon and, plays very, very similar to Manny Ginobili. Um, you know, he's not a guy that's going to light you up from three all the time, but if you're not covering the paint very well, like Manu, he'd go off for 20 points in a quarter and allow his his team to blow you away before you, you, 
even realize what's going on. <clears throat> Next guy I talk about in this tier is Devin Vassell. Now, Devin is a guy that in some mock drafts I've seen as high as like top 10, like number 9 or 10. Um, personally, I think he's closer to like a 18 to 22 type pick. Um, but he's a six foot six, uh, shooting guard, small forward type player. Um, really good three point shooter on the defensive end though. I just don't think he's quick enough to really make it at this level. Um, and so I would really only draft him if I'm a team that has a really good team defense. I wouldn't be drafting him if I'm looking for him to cover, um, the other team's best wings. Um, next guy in this tier is Emmanuel Quickly out of Kentucky. Quickly is a six foot four combo guard. Um, he's a guy that likes to put up a lot of shots, and he's got a good three point shot on him. Um, now, even though his last name is Quickly, just like Speedy Claxton, he's not overly athletic. He's he's a decent athlete. Um, but on the defensive end, I'd really be worried about him just cause I don't know who he's going to guard. Like, unless you have, like, if you put him next to like Marcus Smart, Marcus Smart can cover the air team's best guard, then you're okay there. But if you're expecting quickly to cover the other team's best shooting guard, um, I think you might be running into a little bit of trouble there. Uh, next guy is Aaron Naismith out of Vanderbilt. Naismith is a six foot six wing. Um, this guy knows how to score. That is his his biggest strength. He puts the ball in the basket from everywhere on the floor. Um, kind of reminds me, not behavior wise, but play style of like Lance Stevenson where he has enough size and strength to get into the paint and dominate down there or hit from mid-range, can hit from three. Um, on defense, I, he's a solid defender, um, but never going to be looked at as like a defense of the year type guy or all defensive team. But I think he can get the job done on the defensive end. So next guy to talk about and last guy in this tier is Jordan Nawara out of Louisville. Nawara is a six foot seven, six foot eight wing. Um, but he's one of these guys where I really think he can only play the small forward. He's not strong enough to play the power forward position, but he's also not quick enough to play the two. Um, but he's a guy if you need some length on the wing some scoring, and a, a solid defender. I think he can do the job. Again, it, if you take him, it's not a sexy pick, but it's a guy that I think helps fill out your rotation and makes you a better team overall. But you're not drafting this guy thinking that he has superstar potential. So finally, we move into Tier 5, which are late first, early second type guys. Um, now again, some of these guys I'm going to talk about, I've seen in some mock drafts be like top 15, maybe even top 10. Um, 
but I, a lot of these guys are, are projects or there's just not enough potential there that I see at least to really take a chance on them early in the draft. Um, but anyway, the first guy I want to talk about is Tyler Bay out of Colorado. Tyler is a six foot seven wing or combo forward, plays small forward and power forward position. Um, I think he's a lot like Sean Marion, um, where on the offensive end he can he can handle the ball a little bit. He can go down in the post and bang around there. He's a good enough athlete, um, but his like uh, Marion, his big strength is going to be on the defensive end, where he can use that strength and athleticism um, to his advantage. And I think. This is a guy where I, I really don't see him falling out of the NBA in any way. And like Jordan Awara, if you take him, I think he's part of a team's rotation. And, you know, if he really develops and starts showing something special, could be a very solid starter for teams. Next guy is another guy with the last name Bay, Sadiq Bay, out of Villanova. Sadiq uh, won the small forward of the year award this year he is a six foot seven small forward um now these guys from villanova i'm really willing to take a chance on them if i'm a team if i if like one of my top guys is not available anymore i would look at a villanova guy just because i know coming out of jay wright's system they're going to be able to handle the ball they're going to be able to run an offense they're going to know um how to position themselves and rotate on the defensive end. And Sadiq has enough athleticism and offensive ability to possibly be a starter-level player at some point in the NBA. Next guy is Jalen Smith out of Maryland. Now, this is one of the these other guys I've, I was talking about earlier with Reggie Perry where they could play the power forward, but at the NBA, I would play them as a backup center. Um, Jalen is about 6'10", 235, 240. Um, he's really stiff on the offensive end. Like, he's not a very fluid player, but he knows how to put the ball in the basket, um, good around the basket, and has shown the ability to hit threes, which he's going to need um, to have to be able to have an effect on the offensive end in the NBA. And then on the defensive end, um, not anything super special, but he's one of these guys that knows how to get into position and to help hold down the paint and finish the possession with the def with a defensive rebound. Um, next guy in this tier is Cassius Stanley out of Duke. Now this is a guy that I, I really like. Um, I think he's going to need time. But I think he could develop into something pretty special. Um, Stanley is six foot six, about two fifteen, two twenty. Um, great athlete, really, really good athlete. And he's a guy that, again, if I was drafting him, um, the plan is first two years he's going to play in the G League, um, and we're going to develop him as best we can, and then after that, see what you have. And I think he could possibly be. A very solid starter and maybe even make an all-star game or two in his career so the next guy in this group is ashton higgins out of kentucky 
Um, Ashton is a six foot three combo guard. Um, he's a guy that you're going to be looking more as a as a run the show type guy. Off the ball, he can um, he can he can cut and get to the basket. Um, never really going to be an amazing three point shooter, but he can do it at a solid enough level. And then on the defensive of end, he's not super athletic, but he has enough size um, and instincts to be be okay, not be a liability there. Um, next guy in this tier is Alexi uh, Pakusevski. It's a hard last name to say. Um, from Serbia. Um, this is a guy. If I draft him, I'm keeping him in Europe for a couple years. And then after that, when I sign him to an NBA contract, he's in the G League for a couple years. I think he's like three or four years away from ever seeing the floor in the NBA. Um, but if you take a chance on this guy and you develop him right, I think you could have something really special on your hands because he is seven foot. Um, he's probably like only 185, 190 pounds, really, really long and skinny guy. Um, I think I haven't really looked him up, but he looks like one of these guys where he hit a really late gross birth. Um, he was playing guard before that and all of a sudden grew like eight inches. Again, I don't, ha I can't, um, verify that, but that's just kind of the feeling I get from this guy. Um, but he's got good ball handling ability, really good coordination for his size. Um, but I think, again, he's going to need a lot of time to develop to figure out exactly what position he's going to play, put on a lot more muscle, and figure out how where he's going to have an effect on the defensive end. Um, but again, if you're, you know, you're the Bucks or the Lakers or one of these, like, veteran teams that can afford to take a chance on a guy, um... I would take him and just be like, all right, in four or five years, hopefully he can come on and be a part of this team. So the next guy in this tier is Yudoka Azabuki. Um, he's one of these guys that, like Vernon Carey, um, 20 years ago was probably a top five pick. But now, just being a hang around the, the basket, um, rebound, and all of your points coming off of offensive rebounds and putbacks is not super valuable unless you're an extreme shot blocker, which he is not. Um, but I think Azubuki could be a solid backup center in the NBA and maybe at some points earn some starter minutes. Um, he is a big guy. He's 6'11", 280 pounds. So maybe he could turn into a Yusuf Nurkic, Steven Adams type player. I just don't know if he has the athleticism or the feel for the game that those guys have. Next guy is Jay Scrub, who is actually a junior college player. Um, I can't, I didn't write it down, I should have, but he has committed to play at uh, Division I colleges next year, but could decide to enter the draft. And I, 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 really would if I was him. I don't see 
how he can gain any more uh, stock as a, as a draft pick by going and playing one more year in college. Um, but he's, you know, six foot six, two twenty, um, kind of plays the the game a lot like Tracy McGrady, where he's not super athletic, but he's really um, really smooth with the way he plays. Has a great feel for where to be on the court and where how to have the the best effect. Um, as far as um, you know, not being a super athletic guy. Um, he's he's really going to be an interesting one because I could see him going like 18, 20, somewhere around there, but I could also see him being like the 45th or 50th pick in this draft. Um, so he's an interesting one. And the reason he could fall is because he hasn't played Division One guys, and so teams might think he is playing against lesser talent, so... That's the reason he's having so so much success. Um, when you put him up against better guys, he's not going to be able to do what he can't what he does. Um, next guy in this tier is Elijah Hughes out of Syracuse. Now this is a guy that I really like. Um, a lot of scouts really haven't been that high on him, um, but he's one that if I had a late twenties pick. Or an early second round pick, I would definitely take a chance on. But he's a six foot six uh, wing, plays a shooting guard in the small forward, very athletic. Um, he's gonna need a lot of work on his jump shot, but I think it can really come along. And then on the defensive end, I think he could turn into being one of the better defenders on just about any team in the league. Um, again, if I had a team and I was you know, I had the 29th pick, and one of my top guys didn't fall down that far. Um, I would take a chance on a guy like Elijah Hughes. So the next guy to talk about is Patrick Williams out of Florida State. Um, Williams is another one of these guys where plays a power forward in the, the NCAA, but it would probably be better as a center. Now, he will have a little bit of trouble with that because he is only six foot eight, but he has a big enough body and he has long enough arms that I think he can pull it off and I think he could end up being a lot like Montrez Harrell or Kenneth Fareed where just on energy and um, effort level he can be a starter in this league and could be a solid also be a solid backup for just about any team um, but he will uh, <clears throat> You know, he will need to to really develop a three-point shot to really have an effect on the court just because he's I, – I really don't think he's going to have the ability to um, to dominate down in the paint like he has been able to um, at Florida State. Next guy in this, this tier is Paul Reed out of DePaul. Now, Paul Reed is a guy that um, – I haven't been able to spend a ton of time on, um, but some people think he could be as high as like the 15th pick in this year's draft. Um, so far from what I've seen, he's kind of a guy without a position. Um, he could play the power forward. He could play the center kind of, but um, he's either going to need to figure out 
the three-point shot more to be a power forward, or he's going to need to put on more size to play the center, because he's only about 210 pounds right now. Um, but he's a guy that, again, in this draft, there's not a ton of talent. And, you know, if one of your top guys is not there, he's a guy that's worth taking a shot on. Um, next guy in this draft is, or in this tier is Nick Richards out of Kentucky. Um, Nick is about six foot 11, 240 pound center. Um, he reminds me a lot of another Kentucky center in Willie Cauley Stein. Not, not the same crazy athlete that Willie Cauley Stein was, but has good length and jumping ability on the defensive end and can be a rim runner on the offensive end. Um, I think top potential for Richards is really just a solid backup center in this league. Um, I really don't see any star potential for this guy, but I think for the right team, he could be a great number two center. So next guy I talk about in this tier is Peyton Pritchard out of Oregon. Now this is a guy that I, I think is probably a second round pick, but I like him a lot. Um, Pritchard is a six foot four combo guard. Um, he's a great leader on the court. Reminds me kind of like Fred Van Vliet, where he's a pest on the defensive end and is never going to stop moving and working to create offense on the offensive end. Um, again, one of my favorite players to watch in the college game right now. And again, I think he's a second round pick, but if I have a pick in the second. Um, I would definitely take a chance on him. Next guy in this tier is Scotty Lewis out of Florida. Scotty is a six foot five shooting guard. Um, offense is going to need a lot of work. Um, but on the defensive end, I think he's got all NBA defensive player um, type potential. He's a great athlete. And I think if he gets in the right system, could become a very good offensive player as well and could be one of the big surprises of this draft. He could also end up being, you know, just an end of the bench. We need a spark on the defensive end type guy throughout his career. Final guy um, that I'm going to talk about is Trey Jones out of Duke. Trey is six foot two, but 180 pounds. Um, he's the younger brother of Tyus Jones and has a really similar game to Tyus. Um, can run the offense pretty well, but he's not going to be an assist magnet. Um, can score pretty well, but he's not a go-to guy. Um, he's just one of these point guards that you have that you know he's going to be solid out there, but you don't see any real star potential out of the guy. And then on the defensive end, he's really going to need to um, get better on that end if he wants to get solid minutes in this league. All right, so that will go ahead and end this episode. Um, thank you for listening. You can follow this podcast on Instagram at Wasatch Basketball Pod. You can email me at, at Wasatch Basketball Pod at gmail.com. Um, the first actual mock draft um, I'm planning on recording here real soon and should come out this next Friday, um, which would be April 17th. I think so, yeah. Um, 
yeah, so be looking out for that. And again, thank you for listening. Bye.